everybody, and welcome to To Having to Roll Till Death Saves to Us Part, our tabletop rogue play gaming series. My name is Oliver, and I am joined here by my player Robin. I'll be your storyteller and dungeon master for today. Today we are continuing our campaign, The Land of Vampires, written by Grove Guardian Press, uh, who make Two-player D&D content, among other co such contents, uh, fantasy writing, all those fun things. Um, so if you want to check it out, go head down and you can play this adventure for yourselves over there. Robin, do we have any announcements today? We certainly do. Some of you may have noticed that we have a brand new overlay today. Our wonderful overlay has been designed by the very talented Alessa Vamp over on um, Twitter. I'll put a little link in there at the minute and I'll share that again in our Discord community later on today. Um, apart from that, uh, just the normal announcements as well as catching us here on Twitch. We're also available on all other forms of social media. Links can be found in the About Us section here on our Twitch page. And please come join us on Discord where we have a growing community. Back to you, Oliver. Thank you very much, Robin. Right, you want to jump in and play some play some d and suppose so. I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Okay, last time. Annalise and Varuk's quest to bring back Arduin, the Lady of the Mountains, brought them to Wolf's Head Peak, a werewolf den under the rule of a new alpha that is purposefully infecting the inhabitants of Stime Horrod in an attempt to spread the curse and expand the pack. And when they arrived, the alpha, named Tavian, and his, and his hunting party were away, but they did speak to someone by the name of Selene, another werewolf, who is the pack matriarch and a priestess of the wolf mother. Um, there was also a mural that uh, showed the wolf mother um, on the walls of the cave inside the den um, and seems to bear response, uh, some sort of resemblance to Arduin, perhaps. And there was also a jewel in the wall um, which inexplicably, inexplicably calls to the party. Selene also explains that Tavian is her mate and his actions go against the will, apparently, of the wolf mother. Annalise and Varukdu uh, decide to partner with Selene and her allies against Tavian. And when Tavian came back from his hunt with his hunting pack, Annalise tried the diplomatic approach. Negotiations were short. Um, after a big scrap, um, however, Tavian lies defeated, unconscious, and at the mercy of the party. So, Annalise, you have a an unconscious but alive Tavian, large black werewolf, at your feet. The rest of the pack is has uh, has stepped down as they all kind of just like look to you basically well that was unexpected I guess um, I don't really know what to do now I mean he's like he seems pretty harmless now should we like I don't know tie him up put him in a cage muzzle him something like that 
<laughs> oh, when you when you say the word muzzle, uh, there is a real uh, air of uneasiness that goes around the den. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I did not mean to cause offense. I I'm sorry. I just you know. He's he's for I I Selene, if you want to save me from this, that would be great because I will just keep digging myself deeper. It'd be better if we killed him. Well, that is for one of you to do. I do not wish to kill him. I don't really know him that well. I think one of you maybe go kill him now. Everyone just, everyone just, sta everyone is literally just kind of standing, looking, everyone, that nobody in the pack wants to step forward. Look, this is how you decide your, your leader, no? The one who kills, the previous one is then the leader. Well, but the one who defeats the previous alpha... The one who defeats. Oh. Uh, the, there is no strength in killing one who is already, you know, she kind of gestures to the broken body of Tavian. I understand. So maybe just spell it out in black and white for me. Do you wish for me to end his life? I will not force you to do anything you do not want to do. Okay. She takes out her dagger. Does anyone object to me doing this? Anyone. Only Varuk will speak up. You sure you want to do this, Annalise? Don't make them feel, make them pressure you into doing it. We're not, <clears throat> we're not like them. We have different ways. Yes, I know. It's just that the amount of suffering that he has caused. If he is left alive, he's going to continue. He's probably going to make sure that everybody that fought against him here today are slaughtered. And if no one here, because everyone here has different ways, if none of them are going to do it, then look, I have a different idea. He is the werewolf. I'm assuming he has a human form, no? Yes, as do we all. Remember I told you that there is a something here within this area, something that um, will prevent werewolves from being able to transform into their werewolf form. Yes, I know of this flower. It's called Moonglow. Yes. We have some. I do not wish to kill him. This isn't really my 
my way of doing things. I am not an executioner. That is why I stopped. I suggest you punish him for what he has done. And I suggest you do this by giving him the moon glow. The moon glow isn't really a punishment or the tincture that we make from the petals. It's used to help people get through their first transformations. Oh. It abates the wolf form for a time. Allows us to make peace with our gift and to learn from it without so much pain. It will not stop the transformation indefinitely. In that case, I have been misinformed. But, of course, yourselves will have a much better understanding of all of this. I am sorry, Selene. I cannot kill him. It would not be right. Like I said, I am no executioner. I came here because I need to bring back those, those who can help these lands again. I need to bring back the wolf mother. Guess well, the wolf mother spoke to me and she said that you were our pack. I feel you act in the interests of the wolf mother and this pack. So whatever you decide. I am a stranger to your pack. I am not a werewolf. <laughs> I am I am I am an elf. I do not have a tie to this. I do not have do not have a dog on this race. <laughs> Sorry. I I need to I need to take that gem that is the heart. I need to get it back to the wolf mother and I need to bring her back. That is what I need to do. When it comes to your um, former leader here, that is for yourselves to decide on what to do with him. Not for me. Very well, I can accept this. We will detain Tavian and he will be banished from the pack. Yes. That sounds much like a much better idea. Yeah. Take him to the storeroom and uh, two of the uh, werewolves pick up the body of Tavian and uh, including one of them is one of the ones that fought against you um, picks up Tavian and and the, the, the rest of the werewolves are all looking a little bit timid uh, currently and a little bit kind of lost. 
So, Lane, you thought that uh, you cannot be be in charge of this pack. That that is not not your ways. It's not how it works. And I I understand that. That is not how you do things. But it would appear to me that um you have the best interest of the pack at heart. No, perhaps perhaps you could decide who would who would run this pack next. The right choice will become apparent with time. This does happen. It's not for me to decide who runs the pack. The strongest candidate will make themselves known. Very well. Well, now I need to find the... Uh, well, it's what I'm looking for is an, as a, an area, a location within the mountains. Somewhere, somewhere where I may be able to bring back the wolf mother. It seems more apparent that if she is a wolf mother, that her pain would be around within years somewhere. I do not know, but that gem within her portrait, that should hopefully draw us towards her. It did her sister anyway. Well, I'm not going to pretend to understand what you mean by bring the Wolf Mother back. The Wolf Mother, with my understanding, is is always with us. But I will not question her will. And she, um, with a mage hand, <laughs> plucks <laughs> the uh, gemstone out of the mural. Um, that is on the wall where the fire is and passes it over to you. It's a very similar size and uh, kind of uh, size and shape to the heart of the field, although uh, it has a red glow beneath the ichor that covers it. Okay. Um, Annalise will take it and she'll also reach into her bag and take out the strap that she had made for the last gem. <laughs> Fasten it into it and put it around her neck. And she'll wait a second and just try to feel, see if it like, if it gets warm, if it, you know, draws her anywhere. It, do it doesn't seem to, it seems you were drawn to it and when you got it, there is a warmth to it. Um, but it's not pulsing. It's not pulsing like the heart of the field did uh, when you approached the fane. Okay. So, Len, you say the wolf mother, she is always with you. Is there a... Is there a place around here that you would feel most drawn to her or closest to her? Well, this place is where I always pray, and she gestures to the mural that you were stood before. Uh, do you mind if I have a closer look? Of course. Annalise will head over, and she's going to start having a little look around, and she's looking over the walls, um, and also close to the mural, maybe looking to see if there's any writing or anything similar to what she came across before. Uh, give me an investigation check. Okay. Uh, 10 I'm sure it's a plus one so 11 okay um, there's no there's no script 
Um, you do uh, note that um, the wolf mother has... Um, she seems to have multiple arms. Um, it's not overly obvious whether that is depicting that she's got multiple arms or whether it's supposed to um, signify that the it's in motion. Um, you can see a bow strung to her back. Apart from that, it's very it's rather similar. Her her face shape and her look are very similar to the painting of um, Eronia back um, in the silo just before you went through there and beside her are obviously two wolves one on each side do you have any ideas Baruch? I am um, very lost I do not know what I can do now <laughs> maybe we should uh, maybe we should rest a bit at least you look a bit Worse for wear. I certainly am rather injured. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 bitten up to shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we we could rest for a bit, recuperate our strength, and perhaps after spending some time with the the, the with this gem, maybe something will make itself more obvious. But currently, I am at a bit of a loss. Well, I mean. It, it kind of makes sense that the heart wouldn't be where the fane is, right? Exactly. That is what I thought. Because if Drago wanted the hearts and the fane separate. I mean, I was surprised to find it here. But yes, we need to carry on heading towards the mountains. Perhaps we rest up first and then we can head. Oh, um, so Lane, yes. um, I had the, I, I met a person, he, um, he studies werewolves and is, um, has lots of interest. Um, he was looking for some of the, the, um, what was it called? The moon's, um, moon glow. The moon glow. Yes. Um, oh, sorry. I kept saying moon dust previously for some reason. So the moon glow is what he was uh, looking for. Um, ah, yes, the moon dust comes from the flower. Oh, that makes more sense now. Oh, is it possible that I could perhaps take a flower to him? He is currently with the young lady who has recently um, gone through her first transformation. I don't know if he's maybe looking to help others. Yes, of course. If you follow me, of course. I can get some for you. And she will follow her. Okay, you, you go upstairs uh, right behind the the wall. as you, you have to kind of go down a little bit and then back up around um, the back of that uh, the back of that wall. And as you go up, um, you head into almost like a master a master bedroom. Um, there is a very large and intimidating wolf skull um, that greets you as you walk in and a bed not a full poster bed but a bed made of um, furs uh, that are all kind of piled up for many 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 with many trophies on the wall um, Selene mm. walks in and 
takes out a uh, a box from a cabinet near the bed um, and within this box she takes out uh, some of the moonglow flowers and they are kind of they look look relatively relatively fresh and they're kind of white uh, white petaled and she gives them to you and she's got several of them in there this is only part of the tincture you do know that don't you no I have no idea about it he just said but all he said was I'm looking for moon dust I see yes well you need to create the tincture and then drink it with the petals of this flower the, the tincture did you say what what is that a, t- a tincture is a like a potion it's a brew oh okay sorry <laughs> yeah, a, tinct- a tincture is like a small uh potion if you like made from whatever you're going to make the potion from okay small small vial of liquid is what tincture is this is me being like don't even know what that is <laughs> um what what else is it that they they need to create this well i can make it it's usually made from all the ingredients that i have here if you would like me to make some that might actually be very helpful but only if only if that is okay i i i mean i can i can pay you of course oh that is there's no need for that no sure i mean well, you have been wonderful and extremely kind to me. Hopefully, everything with yourself gets a lot easier now that um, now that your mate is, um, you know, where he should be. Well, we shall see. He's not. Hmm. He's not gone. No. Well. Anyway, we should, um, would you mind if my, myself and Varuk rested here for a small time just so that my, my wounds could heal and then we will be on our way. Of course. Let me know if you would like me to make some up for you. If not, you can take some of these flowers. I will take some of the flowers and then the person that I was speaking to, very interested in, in all of you, perhaps I could... At some point, when things are a bit better, maybe bring him here and he could speak to you one day. Yes. She seems a little bit sort of like, not dismissive, but yeah. not overly interested. She's got a lot going on, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make her sit and make potions right now while her whole pack is like starting to crumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Solain. Um... Please, you can rest in here. Oh, are you sure? This is oh. like, this is very fancy in here. Well, yes, the occupant of this room won't be needing it tonight. So. <laughs> of course, thank you. I will I will get Baruch and you could rest here with me. Okay, yeah, you run down, you get Baruch. Yeah, she'll just like, yeah, grab Baruch and head back up. We can, we can both rest in here tonight. Hopefully we can just 
I will recover and then we'll head off in the morning. Yeah. You okay? You look, uh, you're looking a bit pale there. I do not feel too great, to be honest, Saruk. I, um, it was when that one bit me, like it's, I felt, felt strange, felt like I was, I don't know, losing at something. <laughs> uh, I don't think he, you know, infected you or something. I mean, like, I don't think so. I, surely one of them would have said something. I mean, I was standing with Solane that whole time. Surely she would have noticed and been like, oh, by the way. Yeah. I have no idea how these things work. Neither do I. I don't particularly want to be a werewolf. But I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, sure, it'll be fine. Yes. Right. Um, okay. So. Hmm. Do you think Mr. Stuffles will be okay? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, we kind of left him outside. It's been hours. Guys, I don't want to leave him down there. Well, I'm not getting him. Uh, do you think they'd mind if I bring Mr. Stuffles in here? Well, I ain't asking either. Okay, okay. Uh, hmm. Maybe I could bring him up and he could just rest, like, not inside, but just, like, outside the bridge, just so he's not out in the woods. How will I get him up here? It's, like, really steep. Uh, yeah, it is. Hmm. I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, uh, I know. I know what I can do. Right. I'll leave him where he is, no? But I can, like, send him a message. Sure, send him a message. He say, might, he might understand. Okay, look, okay, okay, look, look I'm going to try it. from me. Uh, okay, but I can't always put the sarcastic tone across. Right. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Schnapples. It's me, Annalise. <laughs> I am okay. I will be sleeping here. You go to sleep for the night. Okay, love you. Night. Okay, the message gets sent out. You don't get a reply because <laughs> it's a warg. <laughs> and, and he can't reply. So. Okay, right. That's my message sent. I think that's the only time I could... Oh, that's the last time I could do that. <laughs> Damn, I'm sure Kalina will understand. Great. <laughs> she's, she's she's been passed up by a but by, by a whatever it is. <laughs> oh dear. Well, I'm sure she'll be fine. She's probably a few days away anyway. <laughs> okay, let's go rest. I will I will message her in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, let's get some sleep. Okay. Okay, so you uh, bed down for the night. Uh, you have a very restless night, Annalise. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, you feel that bite wound um, searing pain, um, even though... Uh, 
you've kind of you have that let's say that you and Veruk were kind of like tending to your wounds a little bit at least you know during your kind of attempted long rest um and it's bandaged up um but it is causing you a lot of pain a lot of discomfort um and falling to sleep is difficult and when you finally do you keep waking up in pools of sweat feeling very uncomfortable in your own body and then one dream is very vivid uh, you are following a path it's almost as if you're flying over the, the mountains almost like a sparrowhawk would fly through very low to the ground and you head from where you are currently you head southeast to another range of mountains and you go past what looks like a bridge and then you see a white stag on a mountain top and then you wake up and then it's still night time you look at Varuk who's sleeping in the room also and you look at the doorway and there is a white wolf standing sitting in the doorway and it walks up to you what do you do um Annalise will get out of bed and she will approach the wolf as it's approaching her as you approach the wolf the wolf uh comes up to you sniffs you turns and then runs out the door and you start running after it but you realize that you're running on two legs on four legs and as you run out the room you wake up almost like for a second time in that kind of double wake-up dream state and you're in a pool of sweat and that bite wound is hurting a lot will you make a constitution save please that's a nine plus three twelve twelve okay you manage to get let's let's say you you can mark off your long rest stuff all of it yeah you can mark off your long rest okay. stuff Uh, the, yeah, no worries, sorry, yeah. But you do have a point of exhaustion. Did I lose the previous point of exhaustion? No. No. So I've got two points of exhaustion. Yes. What does that mean? I think your speed is halved, if I can remember rightly. Let's double check. 
Exhaustion. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had points of exhaustion actually in like 5e, so I've got no idea. It's the same as what it was in uh, Middle Earth. Um, speed is halved. So two points. Speed is halved, and I've got disadvantage on ability on checks. On ability checks, yes. This on ability. Okay. Um. So she'll wake up. Well, she's awake. Um. <laughs> um is Veruca awake? Yeah, Veruca's already up and about. And as you turn around to to look, uh, Veruca kind of looks at you. Start awake, and he's like looking pretty worried over you. You know, you know, when you said yesterday that maybe I'd been infected by a wolf, you don't look so good. Yeah, no, I don't feel so good. I had really weird dreams like, like weird dreams. I mean, it's like. It's like I was a wolf, and then I wasn't a wolf, and then I was flying, and then I saw these other mountains. As you're reminiscing, <laughs> you have these directions in your head, inexplicably, and you literally know the path that you need to go to get to that bridge and to get to that mountaintop. Like, put everything else aside. I seem to have a sense of direction. Ugh, it's a miracle. But, but, right? I, it's, I know where we need to go. Like, I know exactly where we need to go. I know the path. But we need to head. We need to head southeast. And we need to follow the path. And this will take us to a bridge, which will take us to another set of mountains. And we need to get to the mountain top. That is where I saw, I saw like, a white, a white stack. We should, um... Yes, white stack. We should uh, we should get going, but first I think I need to um I think I need to see Selene. Yeah, I, I and would. she will know what's going on. Yeah, I think that's probably for the best. Okay. Right. Oh my gosh, I'm like covered in sweat. They're going to have to clean those sheets. Okay, let's uh let's go find Selene. Um and see what she says okay so you, you you head down there's uh pretty much the pack is now just snoozing uh they're all just like snoozing in either uh completely in wolf form or in like hybrid form um just uh sleeping on on rocks and things like that um if you were to go down you go down you can maybe find something to eat um the pantry slash uh like weapons room um, has been turned into a little prison. Uh, you've got a feeling the little um, the little keeper might have been responsible. There are now like icicle uh, bars making like a little jail cell that, ta <laughs> that Tavian is now that Tavian is now behind. And you can find Selene who looks at you uh, with a bit of concern when you find her. Um, Baruk looks refreshed. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you carry a mirror around with you, but if you, well, do you? I'm going to ask you. Do you? Uh, yes, um, I have a um, like a full like um, kit. I can't remember what it's called, but yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, you're you're, you're looking drained, and your eyes are a bit hollowed out. 
Um, you kind of know how you look. Okay. Are you okay, <clears throat> my dear? Um, not really. I don't feel so great. I, I, I mean, I have this, and she points over to the bite on her arm. And this happened yesterday. I, it's um. Well, you're the expert. <laughs> what is this? She she almost looks not surprised. Well, surprised, but in a in a happy way. And she walks up to you and looks at the bite and looks into your eyes. This is a gift from the wolf mother. You are fortunate that the full moon has just gone. You mean Veruca's fortunate that the full moon has just gone. Well, the transformation can be painful and disorientating. You will feel the effects of embracing the gift, though, for the next two weeks until the moon, full moon comes back. Okay. Funnily well, enough, in, in, so in, in, in Steinhardt, you might have noticed this because you've been here. For a little while, uh, yeah, it's it's a full, full moon is every two weeks. Brilliant! Not every month. <laughs> wow, that's just great. Um, okay, I I understand that this is something that is seen as a gift, but I have a lot of questions. A lot of questions which I think may have to wait until I can continue on our path. May I... May I return here in like a couple of weeks? Of course. Because I think if I if this is going to happen, I need to make sure I'm not going to hurt anyone. Perhaps maybe being here would be a better idea. You could, you know... I might need... <laughs> I need to come and have some of that stuff after all. Yes, it's... The Wolf Mother seems to have given you this gift and she has informed me that you are one of our pack and although you said you weren't one of us yesterday, that is now not true. You are now one of us. Hmm. But... I guess I am. Usually I would suggest you just staying here as you can lose oneself in the first transformation. Well, I have two weeks, no? Until I first transform. You will feel the effects up until then. Is there anything that I can do until then, apart from staying here? Is there anything that I can do to, to help? Well, the moon glow tincture it will help you sleep. It will stop you transforming until you can learn to do it at will. In that case, Solain, if it is at all possible, could I please have some of those those potions that you spoke of? Yes, and follow me. Could you 
teach me how to drink them. <laughs> Follow me, my child, and she'll take you back yeah. back to the room that you uh, slept in. She'll get a few little um, bits and pieces, then take you back down to the um, back down to the the fire, and she gets. All these ingredients. Uh, it's not really ingredients that you might have expected. Um, like you, you maybe you maybe you expected like ingredients that you saw in Lazarus's lab, um, but not these are, are more like uh, something that she just randomly picked out of the forest, or so it looks. Mm. Uh, so she starts by um, getting a load of bark, and she puts it in a pan and brings it over to the boil on the fire. Um, she then gets out her mortar, mortar and pestle and she puts what looks like kind of just berries, sprigs of hawthorn, acorns, yeah. and just starts grinding them. And then she takes a part of the, the center part of one of the moon glow flowers and grinds that in as well and adds it and it boils and it's quite a it's quite a spiritual kind of uh, ceremony that she's performing um, she doesn't converse as she's as she's doing it everything seems to have a um, a right way to do it after the tincture has boiled she takes it off to cool she then pours it into three little vials. Now, you take one of these vials now, one a day before the full first moon. I'll show you how to do it. And okay. she takes uh, a petal from the moon glow flower. Open your mouth. She does so. And she pours the tincture over the top of the petal and it falls into your mouth. Tastes like tastes like an aromatic tea. It's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke looks very concerned, and she she just nods. Very well. So, Annalise, what do you want to do now? Well, I now we must depart. I know where we need to go. We are um, Brooke and I shall be traveling southeast towards another set of mountains. I believe that is where we need to go next to uh, to complete this part of the quest. Well, so if there's anything else we can do for you. You have done more than... You have helped so much. And perhaps after time I will learn to I will learn to appreciate this gift that has been bestowed upon me. Thank you, Zolaine. I will definitely see you again. <laughs> I'm sure you will. You are part of our pack. Of course. 
so smile and depart. Okay, as you as you head out, um, you climb down the. I'm assuming you just climb down the ladder this time. Um, yeah, yeah. You start climbing. You start climbing down the ladder, and as you look back um, atop the peak, um, as the morning sun is now up, um, high above the mountain ridges now um, as you head back down to the path and you look up and you get to where Mr. Snuffles is um, you see <laughs> you see a pack of wolves right at the top of the cave head from the distance as they all seem to be seeing you off and they all howl <laughs> we know Eer- eerily beautiful um, chorus of a goodbye song for you. Oh, well, uh, how are you feeling there, Brooke? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, great. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just—he keeps giving you little side glances. Is that not going to turn into a werewolf now? Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't thinking that at all. No. Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, I guess I should send a quick uh, message over to um, Kalina, and I don't know where we're going. Hopefully she can uh, find us, and uh, do I tell her now that I'm going to just tell her that I'm a werewolf now, I'm sure Are you fine. sure? I mean... Yes, but that gives her some time to think about it before she gets here. I guess, but she might, like, if she's escaped a load of vampires, she might be like, uh... I want to just jump in with a load of werewolves. It's not a load of werewolves. It's one werewolf, me, and it's still me. I don't I'm know. still Annalise. I'm pretty sure that you're their leader now. No, no, technically, I'm not their leader yet. But even if I am, isn't that like a good thing? Like, if I'm like the leader, isn't that, you know, good? Uh, I, I, I guess. I mean, hey, at least, at least we have more allies now. Exactly, we have all these allies now. It's his good. Yeah, I mean, a, a, a pack of werewolves could come in handy. Exactly, we're about to try and go and like fight off with things. I mean, we have a pack of werewolves now. We have Mr. Snuffles. We have Mimic. You know, this is good. This is fine. Yeah. Right. And we have one of the sisters, and soon to be two of the sisters. Look, we are getting like a real decent team together here. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be fine. Okay, I go to send like a quick message over to Kalina, and hopefully she's okay and she can come join us. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, Kalina. It's me. <laughs> Hope you're okay. Traveling southeast towards mountains from Wolf's Head. <laughs> Where are you now? Also, I'm a werewolf. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting that in your head. (laughs) 
it, it take, takes a little, there's a little while goes by, but you do get a reply. Uh, hello, Annalise. I am good. I am going to try to get to St. Sebastian. think I'm very far still from where you are. I've been traveling long ways. That's what you get. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So she's going to go to St. Sebastian. So she's been traveling for quite a long time. So... She she's still quite far away. Um, so if she goes there, we can continue to the mountains and hopefully if everything works out great, we go to the mountains, we release Arduin, then we come back to St. Sebastian, we meet up with Galena, and then we go and find the third sister. Yeah, sounds easy. It sounds really easy. Mm-hmm. So uh which way? Oh, just this way. Follow me. And she starts leading the way. <laughs> you start leading the way. And Baruch looks even more worried now because you, <laughs> you as, as you travel uh, for about half a day, uh, you then start ascending into a, another mountain range um, as the kind of high peaks of a new set of mountains loom just menacingly overhead. Um, you see low-hanging clouds that just totally, totally obscure the summits of which. And the way up is through a broken mountain path that seems very uh, unforgiving. Um, okay, I want... <laughs> I want... Uh, as you travel through the day, uh, it gets colder and windier and it is steep and it is rocky I want, you to, I want a I want a constitution saving throw from both of you that is a natural 20 natural 20 <laughs> well done so 23 for Annalise yep um, and let me just open up his sheet and I'm using his old sheet for this because remember we, we noticed last time that it wasn't copied across correctly yeah, yeah. his con should be a plus five not like whatever it was um. another natural 20 that's two natural 20s you get way too many 20s on that dice I know, I, know I haven't used it so it's not weighted we tested it remember I know what that dice dice is. Um, <laughs> I need it. Turned okay. a fucking werewolf. I need the dice. I also want you to make a survival check. Uh, you can either do it with advantage. Um, obviously, this isn't a saving throw, so you would be technically at disadvantage. <laughs> so you can either do a straight roll with Rook helping you. I'm, I'm, will, I'm willing to give you a bit of leeway either way, though, if you can figure oh. out how you want to do it. Can, can Baruch roll and I'll help him? <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. We both have a plus four. Yeah. 
first roll was a three. Second roll was a 15. Plus four is 19. Okay. Uh, as, as you... Um, as you, as you travel, even though you are feeling, yeah, exhausted and um, you didn't, you haven't slept very well uh, the past day or so and climbing this mountain, um, you do still manage to make your way uh, uh, a good distance uh, during the day. Um, as you start to ascend these mountains, um, the landscape is now covered with snow and got mid-afternoon as you, you might think it is now that you can't see the sun again because there's lots of mist covering this area once again more like low-lying clouds you see a sleeping mass of white fur up ahead what do you want to um. do? She will approach it. See what it is. As you approach it, it gets up and turns to look at you as this big polar bear Oh shit. <laughs> sits up like a person on its butt and just kind of looks at the pair of you walking up the hillside towards it. Oh, shit. I, I thought it might have been something else. Um, <clears throat> It kind of hello. sniffs the air. As you say, hello. It puts its paw up. Hello. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you just uh, spoke hello? Yeah, I actually did, yeah. Hello. Oh, my, my name is Annalise. Hi. What is what is your name? Tib. Tib, hello, Tib. Hi. <laughs> Do you live here? Here? Uh, not right here. But like near here. Yeah. <gasps> well. Where do you live? Uh, I don't really live anywhere just now. Oh. But I'm on a mission. I'm looking for something. Oh. What are you looking for? Well, I am looking for a place up in the mountains where someone may have been trapped. Oh. People do get trapped. Yes. Not everyone's a polar bear. No, it's quite useful being a polar bear. It means they, you can, like, you know, they do get more too cold. Uh, you look really warm. Yeah, yeah. I have a house nearby. That is amazing. It what is. Them? I have some cool things. Do you live by yourself? Yeah, well, sometimes I have friends. Some of them don't speak. I have never met a polar bear who could speak before. No, neither have I. How can you speak? I don't know. I just do. I try to speak to the other bears. 
But they don't speak? No, maybe they just choose not to. But that's quite sad. It's not really. Polar bears don't really, uh, we're okay on our own. Well, if you don't want to be on your own, you can come with us. There's not much food up here, really. So, well, well I quite like my home. Come okay. on, I'll show you. And okay. Kind of, he gets up and just starts kind of like... She follows the polar bear to his home. <laughs> Rook is like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> it's okay, he's fine. His name's Tim. Yeah. <laughs> as, as Rook is like holding the reins of a freaking walk. Okay. <laughs> so as you follow this polar bear, it just kind of lum lumbers along and you follow it into a... Uh, into a he, he takes you to a cave. And he's like, he's like, careful. There's a puddle. And he goes, jumps over the puddle. And he like walks over to a few things. These are my shelves. These are my things. And he has like a collection of like trinkets. And uh, there's, there's a few kind of foodstuffs. Um, but it, it's, it's, there's some quite interesting things actually. It looks like there's some, some like potion bottles as well. So do you collect lots of cool little tickets? Yeah, yeah. I I don't like it when uh, people come by, I talk to them, and then they don't come back. Oh. So I started collecting things to give them, and then they've started coming back. <laughs> Here. And he, like, uh, picks up um, one of the potion bottles. And then kind of scoots his butt over. You can have this. Thank you so much, Tim. Do you know what? I'm going to give you something. Because you give so many things to other people. I'm going to give you something. Oh, you and don't need to. I want to give you something. Okay. And she looks into her bag. And she's going to take out um, a vial of perfume. This here is a vial of perfume. It makes people and, and and animals and everything smell pretty. And it's really pretty. So you could give it as like a gift or it is for you. And here you go. And she gives him the vial of he perfume. He like holds it in his two massive paws and is like, just like sniffing it. Not, the bottle's not open or anything. He's like. <laughs> oh, you just spray this bit here. Look, I'll store you. Oh. And she sprays it. <laughs> oh, that does smell. It smells pretty, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you do you like pretty smells? Yeah. What uh, is your favorite smell? Probably uh, rabbit. <laughs> rabbit, just yeah. just like so. If you could have this whole place mm, smell rabbit. of something, you wanted to smell of rabbit. Yeah. I can do that. I could make it all smell like rabbit. Can I can I have an actual rabbit? I don't have an actual rabbit though, that's no, the only thing. That's okay. So maybe not maybe not a good idea. That's then. okay. It might just make you hungry. When did you last eat? Oh this morning. Oh good. So you you're not like really hungry or anything. Oh look, yeah, I mean I I, I, I like rabbit, but sometimes I eat these and he's like got some like pastries and fruits and things like that on his shelves. Hmm. Oh, I need one for you too. And he like 
picks up another potion and scoots over and gives it to Baruch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's me think. I don't have any rabbit, unfortunately, I'm afraid. It's okay. You just take those. Well, thank you very much. You are you are too kind. Okay, well, I guess um, I guess we should keep going. Then we need to carry on up this mountain. We need to go like right up to the top. I hope you find what you were looking for. I do as well. And then, once I find what I'm looking for, I can then come back down. Now, now that I know you and I've met you. I can actually, like, if I'm if I'm nearby or in the area, I can, like, send you a message in your head. Oh. If I'm, like, you know, I can be, like, Hello, Tib, it's me, Annalise. I'm nearby, want to meet up for some rabbits, and oh. I could come meet you. I would like that. That's what I thought. Okay. I'm going to have to start heading back up this mountain because we don't have a lot of time. And then when I come back down, I will let you know. I will not leave the mountains without letting you know, okay? Okay. You can oh. stay here if you like. Oh, thank you. You know, we might actually take you up on that offer on the way back. Because <laughs> we might need somewhere to rest for a night. Okay. Okay, can I give you a hug? Sure. Should give him a hug. <laughs> give the polar bear a hug. Yeah. <laughs> He's big and strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're now my friend and I, I, I look after my friends so I will see you again soon Okay, bye Annalise Bye, bye Tib Bye, bye Baruch <laughs> I'm going to go back to looking at my stuff Okay, bye <laughs> He just He was <laughs> back to like organising his stuff on his shelves <laughs> <laughs> with that i can't even carry on right we'll take, a, we'll, take, we'll, take, we'll take a break there after that craziness and uh thank you very much for joining us uh, we're gonna take a uh five ten minute break uh we'll be back soon see you in a sec see you in a bit <laughs> hello and welcome back before the break annalise and Varuk left uh wolf's head peak um annalise figuring out that she definitely does uh had contracted lycanthropy and may turn into a werewolf um so they got uh Selene to uh make her some moonglow tincture uh in preparation just in case uh she turns in the next couple of weeks or so and they headed uh southwest to a new mountain range um led by Annalise who had some fever dream vision of where to go um, with the heart of the mountain um, they met a polar bear who gave them some potions and now their journey continues after the first day so you uh, carry on, you camp up the second day of more mountaineering I want you to make uh, con saves as, again and survival checks as well same as yesterday okay so 16 plus 3 for Annalise for con yep 
13 plus 5 for Brooke. Nice. And then can I do the same as yesterday? Give Brooke advantage? Yeah, you can, yeah. 14 to 18 total for survival. Nice. Nice. So as you're um, uh, traveling through, you come across another you come across another cave. Um, but this one probably not as welcoming as uh, Tibbs cave. Um, however, it is seemingly um, uninhabited as you find the frozen remains of what looked like mountain climbers. Um, yeah, I'll say no, say no more. Uh, however, um, they do have a lot of gear on them for climbing and cold weather clothing as well. You know, we should probably take some of that climbing gear. <laughs> it, yeah, it might be a good idea. I mean, they're not using it, right? Exactly. So let's get some gear, get the climbing gear, but I'm going to have a little look at them as well, see if any one of them have got anything on that might say like who they are or anything, because they might have family or something that's looking for them. So I'll look for anything that might, you know, I don't know, like a an engraved ring or something like that that I could take back to their family. Yeah, sure. She like closely examined, she's looking for any any kind of personal effects that she could like take back and yeah. Do an investigation check. Well, that's a 17 plus one, which is an 18, but I still have my exhaustion. So let's roll that again. <laughs> yes. It's a 12 plus one, which is 13. Okay. Uh, you have a look through. Um, it looks like they've been dead a while. Um, you don't, like personal effects, there isn't much. It seems to be mostly climbing gear. However, you do... Um, you do actually find a map. Looking at the map, it looks like the trail that you are currently on. The, tr the map um, leads to a bridge. And it has a structure on the bridge. If you turn the map over, there is a uh, more detailed map of the area next to the bridge. And it seems to have circled um, in one of the quadrants of the map um, a structure. Okay, well, it looks like we're going on the same route that they were going on, and that's the bridge that I saw as well, but it looks like they were looking for something else around here. They've, they've like, circled something, so perhaps that has some significance. Well, I mean, you kind of, you kind of looks you know brooks kind of kind of look, putting on some of their stuff and getting the kind of hiking gear together well i imagine they were you know looking for treasure or possibly yes well maybe the yes well i guess we should carry on yeah um, as, as brooke puts like this big woolly cloak on ah better Annalise will um, put some things on and everything. Um, and then uh, how do the three of them feel? Do they feel quite, is it quite cold outside and everything is like oh, properly yeah. freezing? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, this is proper. Like, <clears throat> She's going to, um, as they go out, um, 
she's going to let me just quickly check something in my spells uh, um okay i think i can do this yeah i'm gonna try it okay so she'll take out her loot um and she's going to cast Prestidigitation yeah. around the three of them to create a warming effect for the next hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. It says, it says it lasts an hour. And the thing is, I'm not entirely sure because it says, you know, you create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect. Um, mm, you yeah. can light stuff at a candle. You clean. You, oh, you can chill warm or flavor um up to one cubic foot of non-living material um non-living material color a small mark um uh, i think i could do it can i um you you'll be so unless he's copying other people here yeah so so uh, yeah i mean a sensory effect would make you feel better it wouldn't it wouldn't make you actually warmer um mm. but yeah, it'll make you feel better. I mean, I like it. Um, uh, yeah. I want to give you a bonus of some kind for it, so take an inspiration. There you go. Yay! Um, so you're feeling you're feeling warmed. I, the, the same kind of I'm imagining it's the same kind of way that people are like, oh yeah, drink like whiskey that'll warm you up. But yeah. It doesn't actually warm you at all. It just the feeling, the endorphin rush you get gives you a bit of a warming feeling. Yeah, it's just gonna be like you know, come and feel my warming effect. <laughs> It does not have any real effect, but it might make you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> the bard that decides to do some weird, sing a song and do a weird presentation, then actually do Song of Rest. <laughs> Could actually do something. Um, no, it's fine. You, you're, you're all at max health. It's fine. Uh, so you're sing singing songs as you're hiking up, hiking up the, the cold, snowy peaks. And you end the second day of hiking on the third day. Um, I want you to make checks again. This time you can make your constitution saving throws with advantage with all your gear on. Woo! Okay. So Annalise gets 12, 13, 14, 15 total. Nice. Um, Varuk. Gets 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 total. <laughs> 12 total. Yeah. That's... Rule 6 and 8. Okay, that is a failure. Um, Farouk gets a point of exhaustion by the end of the day. By the end of the day? By oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah, the end of the it. day. We're not quite at the end of the day yet. Uh, and also, I want you to uh, make me survival checks, please. Sure. Sorry, I'm just making sure I got all this bitten down. Survival. Can I do the same as before? Yeah, sure. Uh, nine. Ooh, 19. Uh, 19, 20, 20, 22, 23. 23, okay. You're doing good on your survival checks. Mm. Okay, on, on the third day, it is... It is. Uh, this is probably the, hard, the hardest day, but nothing can shake your spirit although uh baruch is is looking a little bit tired um and in the midst of a the, the main difference today is that it is a pouring blizzard um 
However, <laughs> as as you're right. as, as as you're as you're uh, working your way through, and you're still like sing, trying to sing through the blizzard, um, you spot an entrance. Uh, looks like at first maybe a cave, but then you see that it's got a um, wooden structure around it, indicating that it might be a mine. Um, okay. If you head and as you head into the mine to seek a little bit of uh, respite from the the blizzard outside, you can see that this that looks like there was a, a battle here long ago. Um, you might be getting a little bit of like fellowship vibes. Um, not not the impending doom part of it, but I mean, just it looks like there were goblins and and dwarfs fighting. Wow, this is um. This is quite quite epic looking, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and as you as you root around in this kind of mine entrance, it opens out, and right in the center of all these corpses, there is a large skeleton of something that looks very reptilian, and it is large. Bigger than bigger than Mr. Snuffles. Oh gosh. Probably about five Mr. Snuffles. Wow, that is like five Mr. Snuffles. That is huge. What is do you even know what this could be, Farouk? Uh do a nature check for Farouk. Yeah, he's gonna do it. He's got a 19 plus whatever his nature is, which is um what is nature? Wisdom. Cool. Uh, so, plus one to so twenty, dirty twenty. Uh, that is a dragon. Oh, as he as, kind of walks up to it and kind of bit, kind of awe. Actually, he's like a dragon. That's what? Have you ever actually seen a dragon? Not. I mean, I've heard stories. I mean, there were people in the town guard in Linlin that used to say that they'd seen one or fought one or slayed one. Well, if there's one here, maybe there's others. I mean, look, when we were at those fields before, trying to bring back the first sister, nothing was growing, nothing was striving. It was like it was a wasteland. And then once we brought her back, everything went to how it should be. It was beautiful and flourishing. These mountains currently, they're they're covered in snow, they're blizzards, they're they're, they're not very um hospitable. That's not a word. Hos- hospitable, I think, Hos- is what you're trying to say. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I like yeah. I started the word and then I instantly regretted it. It's it's, it's fine. It's, I'm, glad you're, I'm glad you're stretching yourself. It's <laughs> Glad. <laughs> well, perhaps if we, you know, bring her back and 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 get to that point, then maybe there are creatures here in the mountains. Maybe there are dragons that are able to, you know, survive again. But you know, that'd be quite scary. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like. I don't think we could have a dragon as well as Mister Snuffles. That's maybe a little bit too much. 
Or I, maybe not, well, actually. I, I don't know. I mean, from what I've heard, they're pretty... Uh, intelligent? And he kind of looks at Mr. Snuffles that is just like... <laughs> just, just like, angry looking and... <laughs> Mr. Snuffles is very intelligent, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, look at him. He, like, walks around with us and he's fine. He's wonderful. Anyway. I mean, okay. Look at what's I... in the dragon. And... In the dragon? Averick points, and it looks like there is a weapon sticking out of the skeleton of the dragon. Oh my gosh, somebody, did somebody slay this dragon? And she reaches her hand out to grab the weapon. Okay, yeah, you grab the weapon. It is a sword. It's a sword, look! <laughs> Sorry. As you, uh, oh, let, actually, let me just, let me just check something in, uh, rules rules land uh, quickly. That's <laughs> what so I was like, oh yeah, I touched, I, I, I reached out to grab it and I just heard your voice raise slightly and like, like go go up to a slightly higher pitch. I was like, ah, oh, shit. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, that. Yeah, I don't know why I'm always surprised that you're literally going to. <laughs> Is it if I do something that somebody normally would do playing D&D? That seems to surprise you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're just amazed. I, mean, I don't know, lick the sword or something. Let me see how this how this works. Uh, okay. You know, maybe it's like a magical sword because I feel like one sword shouldn't be enough to, you know, slay a dragon. Okay, so it's a it's a <clears throat> it's a pretty it's a pretty big sword. Like it's it's a uh, um great sword. Okay. Um and as you uh as you lift it up, Annalise, you lift it up this two-hander, and something exciting happens. Um, as you, as you, <laughs> it does. Uh, as you as you lift it up, the entire blade bursts into flame, and it, the flame is contained within the length of the blade. <gasps> oh my gosh, look, 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 fire! I made fire, look, Farouk, uh, look! Yeah, and she's like holding it up. <laughs> whoa, 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 just, 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 and he, she kind of pushes it back to you. Oh, just, just, careful, careful. Oh, but the fire, look at the fire, oh my god, it's so pretty, it's so cool, oh my gosh. Uh, Sorry, I, I like it, I like it a lot, but it's a bit big for me. Uh, yeah, it's about the size of you, actually. It's, it's, maybe it's too big for me. Like, I need to use two hands, and if I use two hands, then I can't do other things. So I kind of need to stick with things I could just do with one hand for now, I think. Yeah, I mean, maybe, <clears throat> anyway, maybe we, maybe I can, <laughs> maybe I can use it. You okay there, Baruch? <laughs> I mean, it, oh no, I'm fine, yeah. Uh, okay. I wouldn't be able to use my shields if I use this, but... I mean, it looks That's like it true. Could... It's almost like that was intentional. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it... you know, you have been very hard to hit. Yeah, I mean, it, it basically means that I can, if I need to be hard to hit, then I can just use my shield and my sword. Or if I want to, you know, open a can of whoop ass, then I can use <laughs> this thing. Here you go, then. You take it because it's like really heavy and I'm struggling. Yeah, sure. So, Baruch now has a flame tongue greatsword, which which ba is basically a 
a, a two-handed greatsword, um, which does 2d6 slashing damage, but also on a hit, it does 2d6 fire damage as well. Like, it's super cool. Like, I like it. You know, Kalita has a really cool sword as well. Yeah, yeah. Does it set fire? <laughs> no, but it, like, it, like, attacks by itself. Like, she doesn't even need to touch it. She just, like, sends it places. It's really cool. Yeah, well... Can't but your sword's cool as well. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> well, it's not a competition. You're always going to be my best friend. It feels like it is sometimes. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Well, I guess we should carry on. Yeah. It's a bit of a blizzard out there. You know what? I'm just going to try and make us feel feel good on this journey, okay? Right, one second. And she, like, warms up her hands because her, her fingers are kind of sore, so she's been, like, wearing gloves, but then she takes her gloves off to play her, her loot. And she takes the loot out, and she's like, okay, let's carry on walking. And she heads out in front, and she just starts playing the, the loot, and she's just going to be like, don't stop, never give up, keep climbing till we reach the top. We're going to get to the sister. Baruch, I'm sending it back to you. Baruch, you need to carry it on. Uh, break it down now. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to encourage a little sing along on the wheel. Just, there's no effects other than the fact that she's just trying to keep everybody happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Baruch, Baruch um, do, a, uh, do a charisma check with disadvantage. Straight charisma. Yeah, straight charisma with disadvantage. Well, I don't think I need to roll that twice because that is a one. One. Uh, yeah, Brooke's not feeling it. He just he says like one word to just try and throw it back. <laughs> or you're just getting nothing from him. Okay, okay. So, no, uh, we will practice this more. But I'm just going to sit and play some music as we walk. And she just... She switches back. She grew up with Baruch, so she switches back. And as they're walking, she's not singing or saying anything. She's just going to start playing some music, maybe something like from their childhood or something, just as they're walking, just to try and like distract them from the terrible predicament that they are currently in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> their possible impending doom and the fact that she's going to turn to a werewolf at some point. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you, you try your best to raise spirits and you make camp. Um, at the end of the third day, uh, Baruch will get a point of exhaustion. Yep. Um, you sleep, you wake up, you carry on your journey. Um, as you're, you seem to be going in between now uh, two of the mountains, it's, it's a little bit less, less snowy here. Um, as you're pretty high up, now you spend most of the day walking with a sheer rock wall of a mountain on your left side and a drop that's getting higher and higher on your right side um like a corridor it's not it's not like so narrow that it's like worrying at all um okay. it's, it, it's still a good you know you still got a good like 50 foot or so of walking space it's no problem um until, until there is a gap in the pathway. Okay. You can <clears throat> see as you approach, 
it looks like there is a bridge. Most of the bridge, though, is obscured by a wall with a gate in front of it. About 12... Uh, about... about mm, let's see, about 12 foot high. Sorry. So there's a like a wall and a gate in front of me. And there's a bridge on the other side of it. There's a bridge on the other side. Think, think <clears> of like a thing of like a toll bridge wall, if you like, maybe. Okay, okay. But there's a gate. Then to like what open and get through? It or? looks like there's a gate. Yeah. I open the gate. You go up to the gate as you're approaching the gate. Uh, you can hear kind of the scratching sounds of voices bickering somewhere on top of this kind of fortification that you're approaching. And they kind of sound like... I think that whatever's controlling this is going to ask us to pay them to get through here. Just our luck. <clears throat> ah, well, that's fair enough. <clears throat> um, he hello there. Could, could we could we use the gate? A little head pops up over the top of the fortification, and it looks like a. Uh, it's it's basically it looks like a goblin, mm -hmm. but its skin is grey, and uh, kind of almost looks like it's made of stone. Almost, um, there's kind of like it's it, you can't tell whether they're like big like gross or warts or something or stones. They're that kind of colour. And texture, and it pops its head up, uh, its, its its ears coming up before its um, eyes. Oh, who goes there? Oh, hello there. My name is Annalise. This is Farouk. This is Mr. Snuffles. We're just in to get through. If we could go through, please. Yeah, that it. You have to pay a toll. Oh, that seems fair. And what is the toll? Actually, what is your name? Sorry, I didn't get your name. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's a shame. It, I wouldn't know what to call you. You are very handsome. It seems to be turning around and, and conferring with uh, someone else. The toe is a hundred gold. A hundred gold? Oh. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's a little bit too rich for us. We, would, we don't have a hundred gold. Well, go away then. Are you sure that's a good business plan? Because really, why don't I make you an offer? That way you're getting some gold. Maybe not a hundred, but I can offer you what I have. And then that way you're still getting some money and we can still get through. He turns around, speaks to whoever he's speaking to. Okay, what's your offer? Let me just see. <laughs> I have character. I don't, I, I've got no idea what I have. Um, <laughs> I've got no idea. What do, what, what do we start off with again? Great. I think we start off with like 15 and I've, I've not made any money, so... Nope. Therefore, I think I've still got 15 gold. Yep. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I can offer you 10 gold. No. No deal. No deal? No. How about that? Any points at your loot? <laughs> thing with the strings. 
Not a chance. Not oh, well. a chance. Oh, well. That's a shame because I thought we could be friends, but now I'm going to have to, like, you know, actually fight you, which I can't really be bothered doing. So maybe you could just let us through? Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> oh. Okay, I guess that's a good point. Never mind. Buru, come with me. <sighs> you walk you walk back away from the from the wall. Um <laughs> sorry. The fork. How how big is it? Give me a real life example compared to like a horse. What kind of horse would um, it be equivalent oh, to? Oh, like a a walk. The the, the the walk's like a height of a um of a horse um but it's like imagine like a mix what let me let me think the, it's like a mix between a wolf and a buffalo if you can imagine its shoulders are very are way higher than its head and its back legs are way lower than its front legs so it's like really strong yeah where a horse is, is kind of real it's not Horses aren't back end heavy, but horses are back end strong, you know. Um, whereas, whereas this is like very front end strong. And just to confirm, uh, the wall is how tall? Twelve foot. Twelve feet. Okay. And they're on the top of it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> But Varuk, uh, actually, do you know what? Here. And she touches the bridle of the Vork. She's going to be like, Okay, Mr. Staffles, I know how we can get through here, but you need to trust me and let both of us sit on your back for just a short time. Is that okay? <laughs> I, I, was that a yes? No. Seems to seems to be okay with it. Okay. Cool. Okay. Good boy. Right. Baruch, get on Mr. Stuffles. Uh sure. I love how much control I have. Okay. I'm gonna jump on. <laughs> <laughs> so she you're jumps both on. on the walk. She takes out her loot. And she's gonna be like. I believe you could fly. Oh my god. <laughs> I believe you could touch the sky. Mr. Snuffles can soar 60 feet. Okay. That's a lot more than 12. <laughs> okay, but he is carrying both of you. That is true. But so... his carrying capacity should be high enough. But if it is not, Hang on, what would the... I can uh, make Baruk fly at the same time. I, I feel like I just want to say yeah, but I'm going to. <laughs> I'm gonna double check. I think, it's, I think this will be fine. I think this will be fine. Uh, <laughs> so, carry, what carry capacity rules again? I mean, can happily use my only fourth level spell slot and make it so we can both fly. Yeah, I think it's 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 fine. It's fine. Um, so Mr. Snuffles can, uh, fly, let's say. Right. Um, yeah, so 
Um, he is flying. Mm-hmm. And um. What do, yeah. What, where do you what, where do you want him to fly? Tell me what you want him to do. I want to fly. Uh huh. Um. So they can get the most out. Let's say, um, so the, the wall is 12 feet high. Yes. And I just walk slightly away. Can we say that I walk, I don't know, like um, 10 feet away or something, just to kind of like whisper to them? Sure. Okay. Um, so we're going to go diagonally um, up um, to about... 10 feet above the wall and just keep flying over. Okay. Let me let me let me figure this out. I can do it for you. No, 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 no. It's it's not just that. It's just okay. figuring out what is on the other side of that wall. <laughs> okay, I'm going I'm going to I'm going to have to look up this carry capacity thing. <laughs> it, if it's not I can just use no, um no, 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 you've done it. You've done it. Hang on. So, right, uh, multiply by 15. So let's see, he's a warg. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it should be fine. So what's, what's the distance that he wants to go? Okay, so it'll be a total of, let's just round it up to 25 feet going up yes. and then we're going to go across the wall let's say another five feet that takes it to 30 feet what can i see up there is there okay like, so can i like yeah. i'm in the air but now you're in the you're in the air you and Varuk look down as you're like <laughs> never ending story as you're flying through the air um turn around uh <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the song. Holy shit, what's that? <laughs> Turn around. Uh, as as you going over the wall, you you do see the two little uh, goblinoid creatures um, on top of the wall, like looking up. Um, and uh, as you look down, you can see that the gate is like barred from their side. Um, behind the wall are four more. Um, they look like they were just like chilling out, like half sleeping and just messing about and then you see the shock look on their faces like a flying warg uh flies over the wall and then that distance will get you pretty much on the bridge um across the bridge you can see a couple of tents and a stone structure across the bridge it is a it is a stone bridge um you could probably yeah i mean it's 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 not the widest bridge in the world it's so maybe like ten foot wide. Okay. So I'm just trying to think. Because I'm gonna up the up the music here. Yeah, I'm just trying to think because the um I'm not gonna give you too much time to react. Oh, well we're just gonna stay in this well in that case, um I'll just say what I'm doing then. We'll just keep on the sky and we'll just keep flying until because what I was gonna say is that we don't really need to do anything with the structure. I'm trying to get to the where I saw in like the dreams. I'm trying to get to the point where I think I need to take this gem to. So I'm gonna keep flying. Um, so we have gotten to the 30 foot mark. That's how much we've moved. Got another 30 foot to go. Um 
So you said that behind the wall, there's another four more. Yes. And is this all? This is on the bridge. How? How? Um, what's the? I'm sorry. What's the distance of the bridge? Uh, this is a bridge. Would be uh, forty feet. So in front of me, there's the bridge. Yes. But let's forget about the bridge because I'm flying. I don't really need to be anywhere near a bridge. Yes. What happens if I go like the other way? Like what's like? Um, I'm tra- basically, I'm trying to get to the top of the mountain. Do yeah. I still need to go in this direction of the bridge? Yeah. Well, the the, the bridge. Yeah. So so basically, there is a you you are on a bit of a ledge. That's what you've been walking on the entire time. It's it's a wide ledge. There was literally a rock wall of a mountain to one side of you and a severe drop to the other. Um, and then there was a gap with a bridge across it. So this continues um, the direction you were going. Okay, I am going to, so basically I did the um, 25 feet diagonal up, I did five feet along. I'm then going to continue um, another 30 feet, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go along 20 feet and then up. No, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry. I'm gonna like diagonally go 30 feet. Like, like the hypothesis, if you picture a triangle, is 30 feet. So that's how we move. <laughs> the hypotenuse, you mean? A hypotenuse, yeah. I did I say hypothesis. I don't know if you know what I said. Hypothesis. Um, yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna continue. Um, so going 30 feet. So that's gonna be, let me quickly calculate this. So it will only take me a second. So I've got a calculator up. Um, that's 30 that way. Yep. Um, oh God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> to, sorry, I can't do this that fast. Um, well, I right. can rule it for fuck, you if you fuck want. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm just going to, well, yeah, I'm going to k- keep going 30 feet diagonally up. Up. Okay, so that you so you're now. So I'm slowly moving higher than I was, but I'm still going in that direction. In that direction. So that'll put you like over the bridge, um, but you're uh, 30 feet in the air? Um, no, I should be 32 feet in the air now. 30... Okay, 30... for the sake of combat, 30 feet in the air. Um... Now that's why I said 32, because I know that some people they might have little crossbows that'll be a 30 reach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's roll some initiative then. Okay. Ugh. Right. Um. So Annalise got twenty-four. Okay. At uh, Baruch has got. Um, five. And Mr. Schnaffles is just going to fly. Okay, okay, okay that's fine. You, you're, you're riding it. He's got your initiative currently because you're riding. Um, so you are actually up first as these yes. uh, as these little goblinoids get up and uh, start uh, picking up their weapons to run across the bridge. Sorry, I'm trying to find something that's not concentration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck. All I have is sleep. Sleep's not concentration. 
Okay. Sleep seems risky. You know what? Screw it, Alice. What, what, why am I holding on to it? Let's just do sleep. Okay, do sleep. Let me take out some of them. Yeah. So, yeah, we're we're traveling away. I'm going to do sleep at... Ooh, is that risky doing it at that level? Oh, screw it. Let's do sleep at fourth level. Okay, sleep Let's at Let's try and level. get these goblins to go to sleep and not bug us any longer. Yeah. Okay. Um... 20 foot of a point of your choosing. Um, so, um, let's get, in that case, the six of them. What's the height of it? It just says 20, 20, just says 20 foot. Yeah. Of, oh, it's like a sphere. It's oh, a yeah, sphere. Of course, yeah, yeah. Of any point. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. any point. So, um, I can only get those six. I won't be able to get whatever's in the camp. So, we'll get those six. Okay, yeah. Um, because that would be ideal if I can get them to sleep. So, I need to roll, um, okay. Maths, oh my gosh. Um, you need to roll a lot. Yeah, I do, I'm just struggling to see it, sorry. Um, right, roll 5d8, um, and then at higher levels, when you cast this using a slot above second, roll an additional 2d8 for each slot, and I'm doing this at fourth level, so that's five, six, seven, eight, nine d8. Nine d8. Nine D eight. Okay, give me a few <laughs> seconds because uh, you have all my dice, so I've got one D eight currently. Yep. Um, three. Wait, I have your dice. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Fifteen. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Get on to two, twenty three, twenty four. Five, twenty six, twenty seven. 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41. One more. Oh my god. 42, 43. Okay. Uh... So that's 43. So, um, uh, Affected in ascending order of current hit points, starting with the creature that has the lowest current hit points. Each creature affected by the spell falls unconscious until the spell ends. So we've got 43 split between the six of them. I don't know how many hit points a goblin has. Okay, so as you uh, send out this sleep spell, um, all six of the goblins fall asleep. Cool. <laughs> Send that spell out. <laughs> um, so we are going to continue flying. Okay, as you... 60 feet at a turn, I can do it for 10 minutes. Okay, so uh, you carry on. Oh, so I'm assuming you're moving after that. We're moving. Um, yeah, so we'll move the, the full 60 feet again. We're just trying to get away from the camp area, going in the direction of the mountaintop, because this will just like save some of the climbing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how can I do is the mountaintop in sight for me at all? You're you're pretty much on the mount you're on the mountain that you saw. Oh right, you okay. Are on the mountain. This is the bridge and the structure that you saw and the mountain that you saw. Yeah, because the dream ended with seeing that stag on a certain point. So I'm actually trying to get to that point because I feel like that's what it was trying to tell me to go. Yeah. So head towards that direction then. Okay. 
Uh, let me just double check. I mean, my little map here. Okay, so as you uh, as you fly over, um, you will notice that there is um, a stone structure yeah. um, to your left. Um, there is a large tent to your right. Um, there are two of these uh, goblins, uh, both stationed outside the stone structure. Um, and they are going to uh, shoot you. <laughs> Wait a second. Yes. So I was um, 32 feet up. And I was um, like ten feet before the end of the bridge, kind of thing. And I've now moved on oh, sixty ten foot, feet. You were ten feet before the end of the bridge. Yeah, because the goblins were on the bridge, weren't they? They weren't on the bridge, no. Oh, I thought you said there was four no. goblins on the bridge. No, four, no, four goblins by the by the behind the wall, behind the um, gate. And I thought the gate was like opened up onto the bridge, didn't it? No, no, no there's, there's, there was oh. room behind that for you to land, because I said you could land just before the bridge with all, because you said, oh, 25 foot. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm literally, like, that's what I'm, yeah. sorry, sorry. Because you went Where 25 am I foot then? after. I would, I, would, I would have said when you cast the sleep spell, you were at the start of the bridge above, because I was like, oh, you're right, okay, hovering, okay. <clears throat> however many feet you were hovering above the start of the bridge. Cool. So there's quite a bit of a gap between the gate and the bridge then. Yeah. Okay, like like 30 feet. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay, cool. In that case, I would have moved to full 60 feet. So where is this statue? There's no statue. Oh, I thought you said there was a stone structure. statue. Structure. Oh, structure. Sorry, like sorry, structure. Yeah. Where's the structure? Uh the structure is uh, it's like 40 feet away after the bridge ends. Oh, right, yeah. okay. So you're you're flying over this structure. That's what I mean. Like the, these these goblins are just seeing you flying because you said you were moving 60 feet flying. So now yeah. the goblin have seen you zooming pa zooming overhead now. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Let me just get my bow stats up. Okay, so that is a 14 to hit, and they are shooting at Mr. Snuffles, I'm afraid. Um, what is Mr. Snuffles' AC? Oh, Mr. Snuffles' AC is 13. Um, I'm going to um, react. Okay. Um, and I'm going to protective wings react, which adds an additional three to his AC. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, it's just having as a reaction. Um... It's as long as he's within five feet and someone is back, I guess that works. And it's um, the Gift of the Metallic Dragon, so I can do it. And that will add a plus three bonus once the attack has taken place. Okay. So it should block it. Sure. So uh, this goblin pulls out its 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 bow, pulls it back, fires it off. I'm trying to hit the underside of Mr. Snuffles as it's flying. And a dragon wing pops out of Annalise and uh, shields it. Um, the second goblin is going to have a shot as well. That is a that is a twelve though, and uh, misses. Um, and then he's going to shout um, 
do you speak goblin oid goblin uh no no so he's gonna shout i speak orc yeah (laughs) 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 so yeah even brooke can't understand he's like what um he shouts something it's your turn again um brooke hasn't had a turn yet Oh no, Farouk has another turn. Go away, go for it. <laughs> Farouk. Yeah, Farouk's going to use his um, his arrows. And he's going to just shoot at them. Yeah. Um, so he's going to lose his longbow. Mm-hmm. And he's going to aim. I get so there's two of them there, yeah? Yeah. So aim at one of them. You can pick. Okay. Let's have a red differentiating them. That's a 16 plus 6 to attack. Plus 7 to attack even. No, plus... Plus five to attack. It hits, yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Longbow is a D8 plus two. So seven, eight, nine points of damage. Nine, okay. And then he's going to extra attack. And he's going to shoot it again. Sure. Um, that's, I don't know why I'm using a D8. <laughs> uh, 14, 15, 19 to hit. 19 hits, yes. 7, 8, 9. Yeah, 9. 9, nine points of damage, sorry. Okay, so Vrook uh, pulls back his bow and uh, shoots it once, takes it takes it down to its knees and then shoots it again and uh, dispatches it. Yeah, it's the end of his turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Annalise, your turn. Um, Annalise is going to... Now, this is where things get a little bit... You can maybe, like, explain this. So, if she's concentrating on a spell, she must have her hands in her loop, correct? No, no, no. It's concentration in your head. Oh. Once you cast the spell, yeah. So, so the... she can use a crossbow. Yeah. Or short bow, whatever she's yeah. got. She's going to use her bow on the other one. Uh, so she's going to use her crossbow. Um, that, however, was a two plus six, which is eight. No, that won't hit. Yeah. That is the end of her turn. Okay. Um, you see out of the tent, uh, you see uh, two more goblins appear um, and a very large-looking, uh, very rounded, um, ugly-looking goblin Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I, I didn't specify this. Sorry, she's we're still moving. We're still moving. So I take it, Mister Snuffles is like going on hard turns, sort of thing. Yes. That's another sixty feet. Okay, sixty feet. The sixty feet behind you, you see uh, three more goblins coming out of the tent, and they start chasing after you. Okay. And they're going to use their whole movement. They can't catch you, but yeah, uh, Varukstan. He's going to shoot just off the back, just like shooting. Sure. He's just like, he's spun around at this point. And he's just like, you know, shooting away. <laughs> um, that, however, was in that one. So uh, let's see that one, Missy. <laughs> uh, 11, 12, 5, 16. 16 does not hit. Okay. That is the end of his turn. Okay. Um, it's your turn, Alice. Just going to try and shoot as well. Why not? Yeah, go for it. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23 hits. Yay. Eight points of damage at whatever one is closest. <laughs> okay. 
Um, and then they're going to move another 60 feet. Another another 60 feet. You've got the speed advantage. You can um, mm -hmm. get up and around away from them if you so wish. Yeah, basically we're trying to get away from them and then find somewhere safe to land. Okay, so as you uh, keep heading, you re you realize that you're no longer being um, you're no longer being followed, um, and you land, Mister Snuffles, on the mountain <laughs> path. Cool. Sorry, I'm just marking off my spells. There we go. Um. Oh wait, no, that wasn't at third level. What did I just do there? Fly. Here we go. Sorry. Um, okay. That was brilliant. Look at that. Yeah. So where exactly are we supposed to be going from your vision? Well, from my vision, I saw a, um, like a, a, a white stag standing at a certain point. So I think that's maybe, but before... I'm kind of at this point just trusting the gem because before, as soon as we got anywhere near where we were meant to go, it started to like pulse and pull me that way. So I'm trying to listen to that instead. Yeah. So you saw the the structure. The struct? No, I didn't. You did. That. Not in my head. That wasn't described. It was yeah. just a bridge. Bridge. Oh. A stone structure and a white stag. Atop a mountain. Yeah, so I'm going to the point where I saw the stag. That was the top of a mountain. Yeah. Isn't that where... Sorry, I'm getting confused. Um, it was a dream. Path, flying over mountains. Mountain, bridge, then a white stag. Huh. Why did I miss out the structure? Okay. It's uh, out of game. You've mentioned the structure so many times. I'm pretty sure I need to go to the structure. <laughs> um, really, I do not know. Um, did I feel anything with like the gem or anything? No, no, didn't feel uh. anything of that that nature. No. Mm. Maybe we just carry on up the mountain. That's what my plan was. I mean, I, I am trusting the gem. That is what I was told to do. And when we did this before, the gem guided us to where we needed to go. Yeah. We must be getting closer. So we continue the path and we look for the point where my vision ended. That's where we go. Continue that way. So you, the vision ended right at the top of the mountain. So you are going up. Um, yeah. I would, I would like to uh, make you do a... Constitution saving throw, please. Okay. Um. Well, disadvantage with an disadvantage. No, not saving throw. Oh, sorry. Uh, Annie fails anyway because okay. she gets total eight. Um, Baruch. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, one, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, you do another day of traveling trying to get to this mountaintop, and it is is getting very difficult. The the path ends, and it becomes extremely difficult to uh, get a decent place to rest at the end of the day. 
um, and you get another point of exhaustion, Annalise. So what is three points of exhaustion? Um, you know, mm, uh, speed, yeah, your speed is halved, uh, and then it's disadvantage on attack rolls. I believe. And this on abilities. Okay. Cool. And as you uh, try to get some sleep that night, you are visited once again by a fevered dream. You see the white stag again. Mm -hmm. But this time the stag is trapped. It seems to be bound by rope in a walled prison, let's say. Sorry, so so no, sorry, I've just checked up exhaustion. So you have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. And abilities. Oh yeah, no, they, they stack. So you still yeah. have you still have half speed and you still have disadvantage on ability checks. Basically. Just on everything, I think. It's easier to write. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So she's still in the dream just now. That's where the dream ends. Okay. Um, you wake up cold and miserable on top of this mountain. Okay, so I had another dream. Oh, another dream. It feels like, it almost feels like something new. I was going the wrong way and decided to make the dream clearer to make me come around. <laughs> Yeah, funny that, right? Funny that, yes, that's what I'm getting the feeling of. So it looks like we need to turn back and yeah. go back to that big stone thing. But good news, we have flown over it. We know how many they are. We know where everything is. And there's probably an easier way to get in there. Hey, why don't we just fly Mr. Snuffles just home? Because... We don't know where any portals are. Well, that's true. We might just miss everything if we just fly over the top of everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, in the dream, the stag was sitting at the top of a mountain. So that's why I said we should go to the top of mountain. But let's go back to the weird stone structure. <laughs> let's go back to the weird stone structure. Yeah. Building. Okay, let's go back to the building. Building. Right. Um, um Yeah, sorry. So yeah, we'll, we'll um start heading back that way. Okay. So you make your way back. Um it takes you a while because you you Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you've now got to go back down to uh where you were. So uh, And we're half speed. Well, if you're riding Mr. Snuffles, you're not. So, um, Varuk isn't, so. Okay. Is that right? 
Yeah, no, I don't think she would be riding them on the way back. That's the only thing. Oh, right. Then, yeah, you would be at half speed. Yeah, we're half speed. Yeah. No, so, not riding them down a steep mountain. <laughs> yeah, so you are half speed. It takes you a full full day yet again. Oh, no. Uh, you need to do those with advantage because I forgot you have your mountaineering kit that you found. So the con save, the con save should have been done with advantage. I will roll it once more for Annalise. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I, tr I try to help. I try to help. I, I know. I know. I'm yeah. just trying to be honest. <laughs> I just rolled a four. So. so you make your way back down the mountain uh, and it takes you a while. It really does. Um, I'm going to need to make another constitution saving throw. With advantage? With advantage. Thirty twenty for Annalise. 19, 19, 20, no, wait. Yeah, thirty twenty for a as well. Okay. <laughs> um, so you finally get back to where you were. You can see the uh, the stone structure um, and the tents <laughs> uh, sitting where they were. It's getting late. It's getting dark. What do you want to do? Right. It's late and it's dark, correct? Yes. Um, I want to read something. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. Um, right. I want to go find somewhere. So this, I would have done this on, on the way there. Okay. So basically, so that I'm not like clo too close to all these little like goblins and things. Yeah. So we're all tired, cold. I'm assuming, even though it's been a bit of time, I'm assuming we've got like nothing, like no long rest back, stuff back no. or anything. No. Um, I am going to ritually cast Tiny Hut. Tiny Hut. Around the three of us. Yes. So, um, 10 foot radius, immobile dome of force springs into existence. Um, and it, it's basically over the three of us. Um, da, da, da. um, sorry, I'm just trying to find a bit that I can't read out. Um, I think I know what it is. Yeah. nothing else can, can pass it. into yeah. it and get into it or see it. Um, no magical effects can go through it either. The atmosphere inside is comfortable, dry, um, and dry regardless of the weather outside. Yeah, you, um, can get, you can get a long rest in it. I know what you're aiming at. Yeah, I can make <laughs> can it get, dark, yes, it's see-through, and it's, I can see out of it as well, so I can yeah. see if anything's coming. No, I know, yeah. I, know you, I know what you're, know what you're <laughs> aiming for, yeah. Um, <laughs> So what is it? So you're, you're doing the invisible one, aren't you? So it doesn't really look like anything. Um, I, I can make it look however I want. Yeah. Um, it's opaque from the outside of any color you choose, but it's transparent from the inside. So I'm going oh, right, to. Sorry, it's not invisible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, basically, it's. People can't it get just, in, can they? So. Yeah. I, I can make it look like a, a rock, basically, okay. like a big sort of rocky structure kind okay. of thing. That's what I'll make it look like because we're on a mountain. I can make it like, oh, actually, 
we're we're, covered, we're in a snowy mountain, right? Yeah. I'll make it white. Okay. You so you made it. You can make a white tiny hut. You yeah. get in there. Um, you have a cozy, cozy little um, sleepy spot now. Um, Brooke will also be like. Uh, so what do you think these potions do that the bear gave us? I don't know. I've not actually looked at it yet. Let's have a look. Right, let's look at this potion. Does it have a little instruction label on it? Uh, it doesn't. It looks very similar to a healing potion. You know, I think it might be a healing potion. So that is gold. We have... So let's see. Like We can make a bit of a plan while we're here. Now, I saw... The 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 stack, sorry, like tied up with rope inside somewhere. Perhaps they have trapped it inside that building. So maybe we get in there and we free it. But there's two ways we could go about this. We could just take them all by surprise. You know, inevitably we always end up fighting. I don't know why. I keep trying to like go invisible and hide and sculpt because it always goes the same way. We may as well, we know that they're going to try and fight us. We know they're not very nice and we gave them the opportunity to be nice. It's true. I think we get rested up in here. Then we head out in the morning. We take them by surprise. We fight them. We get rid of them all, and then we can open up that building and free the stag that is within there. Sounds like a plan. Do I feel anything with the gem or am I not currently? No, not really. Um, that is a good plan. That is what we should do. Yeah. Right, let's get some shut eye. I think that's a good place to leave. Leave the session there. Yeah. Yeah, now you have a, an idea <laughs> <laughs> what you might want to be doing. Fuck. It's fine. Uh, this is this is the thing with uh, two player D and D. Sometimes that you it's a um, it's a case of, case of doing a little bit more staring, and it's it's okay um, <laughs> because you don't have another player to bounce off of, you know. Um, <laughs> to be like, oh, and be a challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, thank you very much for joining us, everyone. Uh, we hope you enjoy that. Make sure you join us next week uh next sunday 3 p.m gmt plus one where we will be continuing our campaign of the land of vampires to see what annalise can do and whether this white stag is actually in this stone structure or not or maybe it's just a red herring who knows uh, you'll have to watch to find out uh, make sure you're following us on all of the things to see what we're up to um Make sure you go check out the podcast and make sure you uh, are following. Make sure you're subscribing on YouTube as well if you want to catch up um, with the campaign so far as well. I'm going to say goodbye and we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya.